Praise the Lord, child of God. It's good to be with you again. Looking into the scriptures, I, I, there's a mystery. The Bible says there's a mystery. And I must say that it, it is a mystery because I was in Christianity for a number of years and uh, in a, a, a denomination that was, well, it, it was, it was not really spirit-filled. It was not looking to a, a lot of revelatory areas of the Bible. And I'm many, many years, you know, I was just a sinner saved by grace. But then I came into understanding that I was uh, now in a whole different position than that. I wasn't just a sinner saved by grace because old things had passed away and all things had become new. And even over in Colossians 1, 25 through 28, read to you, it says, I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given unto me uh, for you to fulfill the word of God. Paul says, I, I have a, 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 a mission to take and get some things that you fully understand the word of God. And even the mystery, which has been hid from the ages, from generations but now is made manifest, it's made known to his saints in whom God uh, would make known what is the riches of his glory, of his mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. I have to say that I had, I had no idea. I'd read through it, seen it, but I could not imagine that right inside of me right now, the Lord Jesus Christ has taken his place, taken residence, and even the Bible tells us God the Father's taken up residence there, as well as the Holy Ghost. And Paul says he just wants to be able to, to speak in a way that people can understand that. Strange enough, I was for many years in a denomination. I even pastored in that denomination. And, and I knew these words were in the Bible, but I could not understand that it was actually happened to me. And it says over there uh, in Ephesians six nineteen, it says, and for me, it's Paul is asking for prayer for, for the church. And he said, and for me, that utterance, the right words. He says, could I just have the right words to uh, maybe given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly and make known the mystery of the gospel. Well, we know the mystery of the gospel we heard a moment ago is that Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Now, as strange as it may seem, many people that you meet that are believers they're, 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 they're believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Their sins have been forgiven. They're on the way to heaven, but they just still think they're just a sinner saved by grace. And uh, we'll look at some other verses in the near future that even one place it says that my sins were taken as far as the north is, uh, no, no, as far as the east is from the west. Now that is an absolute infinity of a distance. The, the, the east and the west never meet anywhere. They just continue being further and further apart. And God took my sin that way and took it completely away from me and put it in the sea of his forgetfulness, never to be remembered against me again. And now I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. See, the truth of the matter is, if, if I die tonight, if I am not the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, it, it, I will not see that place called heaven. I will not be among the redeemed because if you've been saved, Christ is in you. And the hope of glory is not your baptism. It's not your denomination. It's not your good works, but it is the fact that the righteousness of God is in you. Now, now watch this thing here. There's, there's, there's a verse here, John 14, 23. It says, uh, Jesus answered, whosoever loves me 
will keep my words. My Father which loveth me, and I and we will come to them and make our home with them. That word, it's going to make our monahe. We're going to make our abode, our permanent dwelling place. Now, I read that verse. I read that verse so many times, but I could not get a hold of that fact. I wasn't just a sinner saved by grace. Well, I used to be a sinner, and then I was saved by grace, and old things were passed away. All things were made new, and now the residence, the Lord has come and made his, I didn't have to put Christ in me. Christ said, we're coming and we're going to, when you accept my son as a savior, we're coming in and we're going to take up our dwelling place with John, with you. John 14, 23, it says, Jesus answered, whosoever loves me will keep my words. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them our abode with them, translation, many translations say. By the way, that was a common Bible that I was, was bringing that from. We do not move into God, I see, but Jesus the Father, he moves into us. So a marvelous thing takes place. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And uh, 1 uh, Corinthians 6, 19 and 20 says, What know ye not? Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, uh, which is in you, uh, which you have of God, and you're not your own. Uh, ownership is now changed. Whenever I was lost, <laughs> I mean, who wanted to own a lost man? But that I had the ownership. But in Christ Jesus now, I'm not my own anymore. Read that to you again, very powerful. For you're bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which is which are of God. Supernatural power and ability comes with this whole transaction. It's not just, okay, God's in me, wow, isn't that nice? No, 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 something more, even more powerful than that takes place. Because Acts 1 and 8 says, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and even to the uttermost parts of the earth a power, an ability, a dunamis, a dynamite's coming into you. An ability to get things done is, is it not coming to you, is in you right now. If you are saved, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Even now, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, they've taken up their abode in you. Go a little further, now watch this. Now not only that, but now you have power and Jesus sends you into all the earth he says, go because I have the authority to send you and I'm sending you with power, with power that you will be able to accomplish those things that God sends you to do. Um, and Ephesians 1, 18 and 20, uh, let me, let me, from the Good News Translation says, I ask that your minds may be open to see his light to get an enlightenment so that you will know what is the hope that he has called, uh, has called you to. How, how rich are the wonderful blessings he promises his people. Now, I, because of my, my revelation that God's given me in finances, I can't help but stop here. But with all this wonderful thing about Christ in you, power coming to you, but God also says, rich, how rich are uh, the wonderful blessings he promises to give you. Not only is he going to give you, not only is he going to give you uh, the 
carnal needs that you need, your food, your, your lodging, those kind of things. But he says he's going to give you, even in, in 1 Peter, uh, 2 Peter 1, 3, it says, according as his divine power hath given us, and read it to you, I'm reading 2 Peter 1 and the third verse. It says, according as his, as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. He says, now how, uh, it tells us how, how rich are the wonderful blessings he promised his people. Well, what are they? They're things that are going to take care of, of your natural needs, your physical needs. But then he says, I'm also going to see to it that you have those things that take care of your physical needs, that the good things are there in your life, that you have proper, uh, that, you, well, that you have the wherewithal to do the things that, uh, you know, the birthday presents for your children. Well, even now, uh, when the Christmas season comes around, my goodness, some people just watch your children, no presents. But you know, if you will walk in the way that God wants you to walk, if you keep your finances straight with God, he'll see to it that there's more than enough in your hands to have all the blessings that you might want. Yes, once again, I second Peter 1 through 3, according as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain unto life and to godliness. And the things that pertain to life, yes, he'll take care. You need an automobile, he'll help you have an automobile. Surely you need a house, you're going to have lodging. Well, you're going to have to have finances in your hand because everything around your natural man is done with finances. The heating for your house, the, the, the uh, fuel for your automobile, uh, meals, all those things. God says, I'll take care of all of that. Why? Because there's a richness. There's a richness that comes with your relationship with Jesus Christ. We'll read again that Ephesians 1, 18 through 20. I ask that your mind may be open, good news translation, to see his light, his, uh, that his enlightenment, so that you will know what is the hope to which he has called you. How rich are the wonderful blessings he's prom uh, he, he promises his, his people and how very great is the power at work in us who believe this power worketh in us. Uh, now listen, it worketh in us is the same as the mighty strength which he used when he raised Christ from the dead. Are you? Uh, did you get what that was just said there? It says that a mighty power comes into you, even that same class of power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Child of God, it's a wonderful thing to be a child of God, have that righteousness of God in you, in you, that you now focus on the good things God has for you. And yes, that righteousness in you, that's nice, but also he gives your hands, even as Deuteronomy 8, 18 says, power to get wealth, that you can have all of the things that you physically need and can have them in not just the poorest style, but in the best of style. Bless you.